Right, so in this episode, I want to talk to you about how to recover from emotional and psychological abuse. Um, One of the things about it is it's a lot of people still don't know what it is. So let me kind of describe it for you. So when you have an intimate relationship with someone, they could be a family member or they could be someone that you're dating. That person is so low energetically and so negative in their mind that everything they do seems to be um, geared towards lessering you, minimizing you, making you feel shit. And it will be because they feel like shit. So it's their modus operato, right? A positive person fucking wouldn't do that. So anyway, and these people, because they're abusive, they project how they feel and they don't take responsibility and they don't get the help they need. So it's simple as I'm not a fan of these people, if I'm honest. And what happens is, is that whatever you do, it's, you don't know what's coming because the good times and the compliments are so fucking rare. They have a lot more value to them. So that's why the good times always feel good and the shit times feel really bad. But ultimately it is toxic and it's unhealthy because of the inconsistency to it. So what do these fucking things look like, right? So... It will be a case of, um, well, I'll tell you what, I'll get personal and tell you a few examples. So I, everyone knows I dated this psychopath in my 20s. I never stopped going on about it because I really, truly think that you never get over it to a degree. So anyway, every time we took a picture together, they would use, say if we took 10 pictures together, you know, you're always looking for the right angle. They would always use the one that I looked worse in or my angle wasn't great, or I'd say, oh, not that one, I don't like that one, they'd use it, right? And then things like, we'd go to a coffee shop, they'd get themselves a coffee, and then I'd have to go and get my own, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it's just things like that, like little, tiny, insidious, spiteful little things that constantly confirm you are not good enough, and you are not worthy, and look how ugly you are, and look how this this and this you are so they always operate in a way which um grinds you down it's really not nice it's absolute bollocks actually and it's got so many different um like ranges to it because they can be super sweet which because they've destroyed you all week they're they're like sweet one minute and then that makes you feel hell of a lot better but what that does is it creates an addiction to their sweetness which you're never going to get. So anyway, it's just fucking awful. And then they're just insidiously programmed to try and break you. I mean, yeah, the whys, you could be asking why all day long. But ultimately, it's happened and it's happening. And you know, you wouldn't believe how many calls I take where people are like, you know, they don't see it. And my heart breaks because I'm just like, I wish you could see what this person is doing to you, you know? I always have this kind of thing that I always take a picture before of myself. I take pictures of myself, you know, like selfies and things for Instagram before I meet someone. And then you only have to look at how you feel about yourself and look at what you look like after you've met that person. And if you look better, then they ain't that bad. And if you look worse, then they've taken, they've literally drained you. And I never forget, I was dating someone recently and my boss said, this was about a year and a half ago. 
my boss said I don't like them for you and I said why and they said we literally can see your energy going and you look tired all the time and your light is going you used to be really funny and on the ball and just and I was like really now because I've been down that route before I was very alarmed by what she said so I was like yeah this relationship's over then because I'm just not going down that route again um, but it, it's small movements, it's things that just fly just underneath the surface, just enough for people not to see. So you could tell someone, oh, this person did this or that person, and they go, really? You know, just you have to follow your gut instinct with these people, you really do. So look, you know, we've, we've established who these people are, or rather lack of, and um, so how do you get back on your feet? Well, right now you're exhausted. You're absolutely fucking exhausted and you're broken to the point of no return where you really don't know any kind of compass in regards to are you attractive or you're not? Are you slim or are you not? Are you clever or are you not? Because this person has bamboozled you with so many toxic ideologies of yourself that you don't really know where you are anymore. You've lost your compass. And you can't really rely on other people because ultimately you've got two routes to go down with this. You either go down the vapid route, which is, oh, I'm just going to tap a load of people up just to kind of make myself feel better. That's going to work short term, but ultimately you're just going to feel like an absolute slag, aren't you? You know, so I recommend you don't do that. It's very reactionary. And the other route is kind of this slow recovery where you kind of keep everyone at arm's length and it can take you years and you never truly love anyone again. I mean, neither of them look great, right? So I recommend that you don't do any of them and you just stand still and heal, to be honest. Um, you have to get to a point where your self-esteem is high again and you have to get to a point where your brain is working for you again because this person has literally been wearing your brain down so it works against you. That was their modus operandi to get you to destroy yourself. They're destroyed. They've destroyed themselves and now they destroy you. You know, I saw this physics program the other night where it was like literally proven that I think it was the iodine and there was other ingredients within our body that can be traced back to stars out in space, right? And it's proven. So if stars exist, which you, you know they do because you can see them in the sky and they, and they shine so bright and in even in nursery rhymes they are considered twinkly little stars that are just perfect and brilliant we worship them to a degree so if we are an extension of those stars a star's worst enemy is a black hole out in space it is a big fucking black vacuous hole that crushes stars gobbles them up never to be seen again so if we are the ancestors of stars then I have absolutely no fucking, uh, I have no, absolutely no fucking, uh, I don't know what the word is, I've forgotten. I have uh, absolutely no, can't remember, brain's gone. But I have no doubt, doubt, I knew I'd say it, okay, I have no doubt that black holes exist in people and people are walking around and all they want to do is gobble up stars, destroy them, flatten them. So yeah, you can sit there and unpack from a psychiatrist's point of view and go, yeah, because something happened to them when they're four, it's because they've got mummy issues, daddy issues, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they're not taking responsibility and they're just awful people. 
you know, and you're a star. So you have to avoid these black holes. You have to avoid these people who just want to crush you because they're not, are they going to be happy when you're destroyed? No, they're not. They'll just continue to do it somewhere else. They're black holes. So you have to get to a point where your main goal in life is to not have a good time, is to not have fun, to not have this, this and this, but to get your brain back on side. Because the minute your brain is back on your side, then it will create fun, it will do other things. So quite honestly, your first priority is to get your brain. So how do you get your brain on side? Well, in the same way someone destroyed your brain, you have to build it up. So it will be little nuances. In the same way they would say little nasty comments, you have to say positive comments throughout the day. They give you a horrible view of who you were, you have to give yourself a positive view of who you are. There isn't a moment that goes by in the day that I don't see an opportunity where I can big myself up. If I'm making a cup of tea, I say to myself, oh, you've done it again, Katie, you've made a really good cup of tea, well done. And I say it in my brain. And then as I'm getting ready or getting changed, I'm like, you know what, Katie, you've done a really good job. You know, you don't look bad for a 41-year-old. And, I, you know, it's like little compliments like that. And then I'd buy myself nice things. I'd rather save. I save up. Now I'd buy myself something really nice rather than lots of cheap th little things. Because if you buy lots of little cheap things, you have to pay twice anyway, you know, buy cheap, buy twice, right? And then I'd take care of myself and really, you know, like yesterday I was so tired I didn't open the curtains and I was unapologetic about it. I was literally, because my sofa hasn't arrived yet, I was lying on the floor with a blanket on, curtains done, just watching back-to-back -back movies, completely unapologetic about it. That's what I needed, you know. I wasn't sad, I was just tired, you know. So, and I also, I also do not put up with shit. So if someone's messing me about or saying horrible things, I just let them continue, to be honest, and I just remove myself from their company. So, you know, you have to get to a point where you're like your, your own saviour, you know. You can't be broken. With the, the last thing this world needs is another broken person, another black hole, you know. So, look, I'm really sorry that you've gone through this. Believe me, I know. I know how you feel completely. Um, and it's, it's years and years and years and years of it. And, and unfortunately, it never happens once. It happens constantly. It happens time and time and time and time again I have a psychology friend and I said to her we were talking about you know being molesters as a child for some reason anyway it was around that and I said oh you know I had this friend when I was younger and he was totally inappropriate and looking back he had mental health issues and just didn't know any boundaries and I said but it's been consistent from that moment on and she said that's really interesting because whenever I meet someone they have the same thing occur over time they either have it or they don't like there's never someone who is just molested once or there's never some you know someone who just has one abusive partner it seems to be a couple of abusive partners or an abusive upbringing led to a couple of abusive partners it's the programming and that's what we were talking about so I said that's really interesting because I had to really work on my programming so I wasn't as docile and I wasn't placid and I wasn't um, a doormat you know so it's it's weird but I also have a theory that the predators can spot you from a mile off 
They can spot your vulnerability from a mile off. And these people, these narcissistic, twisted individuals who I think are black holes, they can spot your vulnerability from a mile off. The fact that you would love to be loved for who you are, they can see it from a mile off. So there's a double-edged sword here, but my main priority here is you. I don't care about these awful people, I really don't, and I'm not going to sit here and be some spiritual guru, like I said in my previous podcast, and be like, oh, we just need to offer compassion. I ain't offering shit to these people. They've hurt you, and that's enough for me. I'm on your side. So look, I'm, I'm looking at you now, right now. We need to get you back on your feet. So I need you, I need you to be clued up on this again. I need you to dedicate your time on this. Every single part of your day is an opportunity to compliment yourself. Okay, look at yourself, compliment yourself, do good work, lead from the heart. I know your heart is broken. I know that you've got a big fucking cage around it, but you need to start engaging with yourself again. Disengage with the dickheads, disengage with drama, disengage with sex, drugs and rock and roll and every other bloody distraction that you can come across and you need to engage in life again and you need to engage with the deliciousness of you. Okay, you can't, you can't detach from you. If you fucking detach from you, do you know what that's going to bring? Loneliness and depression. And we cannot have any more of this crap, okay? It's a turning point for you right now. So every part of your day, you have to compliment yourself and put efforts in. Do things that make you feel good. If you can't cook, learn how to cook. Just get a recipe that looks pretty fucking simple. Do it and then be like, that was really nice. I really enjoyed cooking for myself. Look, I'm getting upset just thinking about it me but i tell you why i'm getting upset it's not because of what happened to me it's because of what's happened to you and i speak to so many people who are who have been minimized and are broken and are in dramatic relationships because it's all they think they're worth and they are quiet and they're suffering quietly and they have this awful depression and they haven't been happy for so fucking long, they don't even know what it is anymore. And that's what I'm grieving for because I know there's a way out. And I know that you can do it, but you've got to, you've got to find that love for yourself, you know, and you've got to love yourself enough to just want to do it. Because on the other hand is, there's no greater feeling that loving every about what <laughs> there's nothing no there's no greater feeling than loving yourself for all your little quirks i mean look how many times i get my words wrong i don't care i think it's really funny i i make myself laugh i mean that's one guarantee about being myself is i make myself laugh constantly and i avoid anyone who tells me they go katie that's so self-deprecating blah blah, blah. oh shut up if you can't laugh at yourself jesus you know and also where I'm from, you just, it's its your thing, you just do, it's part of it. Mm. I'm not precious in that regard. And my confidence is high enough to know the difference. So, you know, I just, I need you to be you because I've seen enough of this world and I've seen enough of the people and we need people like you. You know, we do, you're such a beautiful person. And I know this shit's been going on since childhood. I mean, fucking hell. But you can do it. If you've got one last fight in you, please do this. And don't fight anyone else's battles. Don't be there for anybody else. Just do this for you. Because when your cup is overflowing, you will naturally help people. 
look away and I'll give away a bloody kidney for God's sake. It's only because I had so much self-love, I thought, fuck it, I'll give away an organ, you know? So look, you've got this, you're an incredible person, you have to every single fucking day. It will then become so second nature that words will just slide off you whenever someone's being mean to you, just like you dick. And you become intelligent, you start to choose your battles, you're like, yeah, I don't need this shit in my life, thanks, bye. You know, it's great. So look, every single fucking moment of the day, you have to go, right, where can I love myself in this moment? Where can I love myself in this moment? I love you loads, you know that. I literally would do anything for you, you know that. Love you.